everyone. Thank Hi. you all so much for having me. He lives, he breathes. Oh my God. We are Barely, so excited. But yeah. I'm here. Okay. I am here. This is true. I got a text. I texted this morning to double check on our time. We're probably quadruple check because I'm a mom. Right. Because I'm a mom. And uh, I got a text. Oh my God. I don't think I'm going to live. And then the next couple of texts was actually I may have just drank too much. <laughs> Moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, do not drink heavily before you're coming to be a guest no. on a podcast. Or do. Or do. It or makes do. it all the more fun. Exactly. Or just drink heavily while you're a guest on a podcast. Yes. Which like I will it. not confirm or deny is happening yes, right exactly. now. Never. Not us. No. Not us. No. Never. We don't want drunk guests. So how have you been? I am well. I'm yeah. alive. I am good. Oh, yeah. we I'm just, breathing, just as you said. I'm, yeah. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Love it. I'm excited yeah. about this. We were this. just talking about, before we hit record, we were talking about the new uh, movie, Call, uh, Call Me By My Name. Yeah. Call Me By Your Name. Oh, it's Call great. Me By Your Name. It yeah, is sorry. fabulous. It is <sighs> awesome. If you are out there living and queer or an ally or just really into indie films, you need to get out. <laughs> you need to see it. It is going to change your life. Take tissues. You have to take the tissues. All the tissues. Okay, All good. the tissues. Good. All the tissues. I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. So, so there's a little tournament. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So, Cameron, why don't you tell... Do you go by Cameron or Cam? You know what? Whichever works. Whichever, Whichever works. works. I would just like to say that... I met Cameron, uh, God, how, like a year ago now? All yeah, a year ago. time flies when you're having fun. Uh, and that's pretty much all we do. Yes, um, yes. I met Cameron when I started hanging out with the drag community here in town. And it was literally like I found my family. Yes, I found it my was. Family. We're holding hands right now, everyone. We are, it was everyone, just a moment. You cannot see it. it. Was we a had moment. a moment. <laughs> we locked eyes. We did. We connected our souls even more than Laura, we hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I met Cameron and I instantly knew there was something special about him. And then I started to kind of peel back the layers because mm-hmm. I knew that he was uh, religious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Spiritual. Spiritual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in the church mm-hmm. in South Georgia. Yeah. Yes. I actually listened to your piano oh, I oh thank you like you so much yeah we'll li- we will link that yeah. on our can we um, link it absolutely you yeah. can yeah we will definitely awesome. link that to our um, social media but yeah so I started peeling back the layers I was like god he's interesting and then it was like oh he's religious and he's gay and he's from South Georgia and he is he performs in drag and he has this beautiful voice and he's very musical and he's in the funeral industry. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> so now, and he's a wedding officiant. Yeah. Yes. Say so, your line. You know, it's I marry people and I bury people. And on Tinder, you will never swipe right for anyone else who can describe themselves that way. <laughs> so yeah. swipe right, guys. Swipe right, everyone. Everyone. Anyone within a 50 mile radius. Please. <laughs> Just looking for a good time oh, or a, a long term. world out there. It, is, it really is. I do oh. not envy it. No, 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 Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not at all. Anyway, so 
How long were you in? Oh, we're just diving you in. Been in the career field. Yeah. Well, you know, let's yeah, get it going. Let's do yeah. It. So, All just right, a yeah. little bit of background to yeah, where I've started out. Um, I always had this really unique interest in what happens after we die because there's so much that we don't see as the general public because, of course, we like death to look pretty and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, of mm-hmm. course, there's the opposite side of where it doesn't look that way. Yeah. So, there was always that unique fascination with finding out what was behind the curtain, I guess. So, yeah. about three years ago, I was a student at UGA, was studying real hard and drinking real heavily and one day decided that you know what I need a break from this yeah. and the day I decided to leave the university I got a job at a funeral home here in Athens wow. um, started an apprenticeship which in the state of Georgia did entails. you leave with a sorry to interrupt but Go did ahead. you leave with an intention to no or did it just no nope. I just was sitting there thinking oh my god I'm leaving the university what the hell am I going to do? Sure, yeah. And so I started thinking about what interests me. And I said, you know, as a kid, as a teenager, when it was, you know, not the coolest thing to say, hey, I want to be a mortician yeah. when I go up. Can we can we invite the local funeral director to career sure. day? You know, that wasn't the most popular thing. Yeah. But in that moment, I said, you know, that's really interesting to me. I want to yeah. try that. And so I did. That's I jumped awesome. right in. Wow. I started an apprenticeship, which was about 3,000 hours. Um, and then uh, about 50 casework studies of both the embalming process, which I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, oh we and, are dive right in. And also uh, directing funerals, um, yeah, being yeah. being around that, that process of it's people so grieving. It's so because I would have never imagined, but knowing you, it makes so much sense. Yeah. It's funny, because, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's never something that I expected to be doing, and I did it for three years. Yeah, and here yeah. we are three years later, I've learned so much. Everyone says, you know, now that I've decided to step out of it and do other things to mm-hmm. explore the many, yeah. many things, as you said, there's many layers and yeah. I'm still exploring them all so myself. Good. But yeah. after getting to do that for a while, you know, I learned the power of empathy, the power yeah. to mm-hmm. reason with people when they're hurting, because when people are hurting, they can be hard that's to reason with. And so that's something yeah. to sure. learn. Um, and then, of course, a lot about myself and what I think happens oh once, we, once we do shovel end off with a funeral. You know? yeah. <laughs> One so. question real quick. Will you bury me? I will do whatever you want, Casey. I will bury you. I will cream at you. I will throw yes. you off the side of a mountain. Yes, Whatever yes, you need, yes. I am there I for you. Just, do the, just beat my face. I just need to be yeah. looking perfect. Absolutely. You know, we will do contour. We will do the highlight. We will have yes. it all ready for you. Yes. Just leave me the brands because oh. I know you're a little fancier Honey, than I am. All, you, you, you can take it with you. It's all yours. Yeah. Did y'all hear that? Yes. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Write it down. It, oh, I guess no one knows I'm a makeup artist. Yeah. So there's that. Probably not. We're, yeah. we're so early in I haven't even said it yet. Layers. Yeah. Layers. 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 Many, we all have many layers. <laughs> yes. So no. I'll dress you and he'll do that. Oh, yeah. She's a stylist. She's, she has her own vintage <laughs> so shop. There so there you go. Yes. All the there plugs. We go. There we go. <laughs> all the plugs. Sequins. Sequins. All sequins. Would I bury okay. you in anything Good. that wasn't sequins? Good. Good. I appreciate that. Little black sequins. Gold. Gold? Gold sequins. You wear black all the time. Yeah, but when I do sequins, it's gold. You know, yeah. there's a good thing. Yeah. We could do a delicate mixture thereof. Which, it's funny because that would the... be cool. <laughs> Mix it all in. Yeah. Mix it all exactly. in. Exactly. Problem solving. And red red glitter, too. I'm cool yeah. with it. I'm cool. There's a lot. Yeah. Many layers. Many, many layers. layers. Many layers. <laughs> Tonight's theme is many layers. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, so we have... What? What? No, yeah, Continue that's just how, no, that's like, just yeah. how I got into it, and I and I've enjoyed it. As mm-hmm. weird as that sounds no. to some people, maybe it's a Not really to us. it's Not been enough. exactly here we are with a podcast about it funeral. all ends in a funeral, it right? It all ends in a funeral. So yeah, it, it taught me so much, and I'm I'm really excited about 
what it's going to mean for me moving forward sure. professionally yeah. and personally. So, yeah. 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 Could oh you God. see yourself ever owning your own funeral home one day? Um, I see myself as being that old man when all is said <laughs> and done, when he's made his fortune, when he's traveled the world, coming back and saying, you know what? I'm 80. I want to go work at the funeral home again and yeah, greet people when yeah. they come in. I want to smoke a cigarette with someone on the front porch yeah. and, yeah. you know. Yeah, just, I love that. So, yeah, in, in that in that old life, I think I'd love to return to it. Not right yeah. now. I've got a lot to explore. Sure. But You're I, young. You're young. We You're have young. a lot to yeah. talk He's about. A baby. Three years taught me so much. I yeah, can't wait I to can't, discuss I mean, it all. He couldn't even legally drink when he went into the funeral yeah. industry. That's how. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, when growing up in the business, we didn't have a funeral home, but we had to work with a lot of funeral directors and you have more personality than any funeral director I've ever met. Well, you know what I tell people? They say, how do you do it? How do you do it? And I said, well, it's a really deep belief in something greater than myself, Mm -hmm. but it's also this thing called Chardonnay. It helps. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, we love, we love Uh, booze here. We love the wines. We love booze on this podcast. We currently have two burials. Booze and burials. Oh, (laughs) t-shirt. There's our first, that's our first tagline. After it it all ends in a funeral. Um, uh, Just to get everyone up to speed, we have many beverages around us. Mm -hmm. Currently, we have coffee, water, two glasses of Pinot Noir and uh, vodka soda. Yes. So. And there is a Burger King cup hidden down yes. to the side yes. Yes. where feel you can have it your life. Don't get crazy. <laughs> but feel free to sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> we welcome it. <sighs> I love it. Uh, so what happens to like artificial parts when someone is cremated? Like I've always artificial wondered that. Parts. Like if they have a uh, like fake boobs. Like if they have implants, um, those go away. Those go. Yeah, away. it's just your... they just burn them with the body. Yep, everything yeah. goes in with the body. What about um, like so if, if you, you bury like them? An, if you had like an artificial knee, I'm guessing that would be left over. Yes. The... So yes. after the cremation <laughs> process, you're left with um, implants like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not breast implants or anything. But, Obviously, those <laughs> will objects. burn, but yeah. metal objects. Mm-hmm. Um, those are recycled. There's a company that you can partner with. Some funeral homes partner with them. I don't know what every funeral home does specifically, yeah. but the one I worked with, we would partner with them. They would recycle the metal and use them for purposes. Huh. My um, jaw is already gaping. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm like, tell yeah. me more. So much information. Wait, so but if you bear, like if you have a traditional burial mm-hmm. and you're embalmed, what mm-hmm. you don't you leave them? Yeah, you leave them. Oh, we, we are not in the business of taking your fake knees. I can promise <laughs> no. you that. We do not want to sell them on eBay. They stay too. Oh, good. Yeah. They stay too. If I say because if I get a boob job, you're not taking. No, no, no. I, I promise you, <laughs> okay, they'll actually look great in a casket. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, good to know. Good to so, know. Like, what would be one of the most horrifying things you think you've seen? Oh goodness, um, something good. I tell people that if you close your eyes and think of the worst thing that you could see, now multiply it by ten. <laughs> Yeah. Open your eyes and then you're like, oh my God, I want to close them again. That <laughs> is the worst thing is that the, I've yeah, seen. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, um, being in the funeral business, you mm-hmm. see so much. You see the tragedy of suicide. Sure. Yeah. You see the beautiful thing that is someone living a full life until they're 95 years old. Yeah. You see the tragedy of children, children babies yeah. that were never able to be born. You know, you see all of these things. And um, yeah, I can't murder. Pin, I, murder um, like I said, anything that you can think of. Yeah, we we've seen it and we deal with it. Yeah. Um, what and, was the worst body? I mean, like like tra- tragic or just like yeah, messiest. I don't know. Like, 
Um, probably train a train wreck victim. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's, so, it, it can be rough. I mean, trains are powerful, yes. speedy, yeah, and look how small we are comparatively. Mm-hmm. So imagine what that can do to so the human not body. Much left. No, not much. No, and you can't do much with yeah, that. Yeah, no. So it's sure. it's all about. You're not a wizard, right? No, we're not a magician. <laughs> we can take what's brought to us yeah. and make yeah. make you know within reason happen. What's within reason happen, but. You know, we can't pull so heads out of thin air. If it's a closed casket, is it a cheaper funeral? Um, it depends. Okay, it all depends. Yeah. The consumer has total free reign over how much yeah, they're gotcha. going to spend on a funeral and what they choose to do in those circumstances. Gotcha. So it may be that the loved one is not viewable, but because mm-hmm. of personal preference, preference, they still want them to be embalmed. Yes. Sure. Okay. That makes so, sense. Even yeah. though they might not look at them, the embalming is still going to add to the cost if they decide, well, we're not going to see them, so why would we choose embalming anyway? Yeah. All of these things go back to educating the public on yes. the death process, yes. and we should totally get into that yeah. eventually. Sure. I'm sure oh we my will. God. I so, <laughs> so, we, so, it's going to be a long night. It <laughs> is. I'm excited. In uh, a situation where, like, say a suicide, mm-hmm. and somebody wants to have an open casket or they want to see the body but you feel like it might be bad for them to mm-hmm. see the yeah. body like what would you say to a, a family member um i can say this i was an apprentice i never was a director mm-hmm. um but I, I, I you know was there to assist every funeral director for three years yeah. almost three years um and i can say they were always very you know respectful forward and going to mm-hmm. the family and just saying you know here's the situation here's how we feel about it as a professional business, we're going to discourage you from looking sure, yes. at this. But of course, at the end of the day, you have the final yeah. say so because you are their mother, you are their father. Right. But then there's a process of, well, we have to make sure as a company there's no liability. Mm-hmm. So there's oh, like, waivers yeah, it's and still things a like that. Yeah, it's still a business. So, yeah. you know, you can only do so much. Most people, though, will, as in most cases, whether it be a doctor, lawyer, teacher, or friend, yield to professionals. Sure. Yeah. And will usually go with, yeah, with sure. what you say. Right. So have you had those that did not? Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And they have their moment, and that's personal for them. And that's sure. why I say grief is so unique. Mm-hmm. And grief is so personal because what is right for me may not be right for Casey. Right. What's right for Casey may not be right for Laura. And what's right for the three of us may not be right for people listening. Yeah. And that's why grief is so unique to me yeah. and so personal to me. And that's why being in the business prompted me to read so much about grief in my yes. own personal time because it's so fascinating. Yeah. And How grief, everyone yeah. is different. And grief speaks so loudly. Oh, if God. only we listen. And yeah. it's yeah. not something we should run from. And right. So, yeah. yeah it's, you got to deal with it. Yeah. So, I think that, uh, yeah, funeral directors are always very respectful of, yeah. you know, being, you know, very compassionate and empathetic when they're presenting those circumstances yeah. Yeah. to families. But also, at the end of the day, it's letting the- them know it's it's your call. You know, yeah. there was a time, uh, without getting into specifics of cases and things like that, there was a time where we had a mother and child that were murdered mm-hmm. together. and. Uh, we did have to do that of placing the child in the casket yeah. with the mother. And I would say that's probably one of the hardest things yeah. to do. Um, oh, my God. I just think that if, if God, oh, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mother, I would want Layla. Yeah. With, you understand I mean, it. I, and it's so crazy because even as like cynical like, as I am, mm-hmm. it's like I, that's. And let's uh, think about who it's for, yeah. Casey, especially as that. You know that presentation is not any not for that mother or that child. That's so mm-hmm. true. That's not for them. It's for the public who yeah. knows that that mother and that child have been yeah. taken at the same time. Yeah. And what do people associate with mothers and children? 
yeah. than being rocked, than yeah. being held, than being yeah. cared for. So that's what death care industry is all about. It's taking <sighs> something that is so ugly and so sad, but we're able to do things that make it more beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's mm. what the beauty that, of this What a roller whole, coaster. Yeah, it is a it, roller coaster. Like, even up, just down. in this conversation, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. laughing and then I literally am feeling so, <laughs> so much. Like a, a crushing sadness almost. Yeah. Right. Just my own like, I mean, having empathy and, and imagining, oh my God. And I'll say like, it, that's what I told Laura, I think earlier that, you know, we have to get back to that as a society for so long. Yeah. And the reason it gets so heavy for us is because we have for so long been taught, well, don't cry about that. Oh, yeah. Don't get upset. We're going to pass this off literally to the funeral professional. Yeah. yeah. We're going to let them take care of this for us. And I'm not saying that that's bad. Yeah. But I'm saying it definitely plays into why we have the preconceptions about talking about these subjects. And because of that, I'm so thankful yep, that the two so of you taboo. are doing a podcast about this. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, that was like like uh, Laura growing up in the industry, and my, I got made fun of by like people. Oh, for sure. You know, that was probably the I was never got bullied a lot, but people would kind of when they found out what my family did would, you know, say your family makes money because people die, and my grandfather would always say it's a business. It is. We a provide business. a service. It is. It's it is. an it's unnecessary true. service. Mm-hmm. And then if you ask those people, for a while, I'll tell you this, before I entered the funeral business, there was a time in my life where I would look at it and say, you know, is this right Mm -hmm. that people are profiting off? I'll be real with you right now. We can be real. Wine is talking. (laughs) (laughs) There was a time when I looked at it from the outside and said, well, you know, this is kind of a scam maybe. Sure. But then I became part of the business and I saw that train wreck victim. I saw that mother and her child. Mm -hmm. I saw that old person who was not taken care of the way they were Uh, supposed to be taken care of. And you see all of that and you say, I'm taking on a burden that the public does not want to deal with. Yeah. It's so worth a couple of thousand dollars for this. Uh, Yes. It's so worth that. So it opened up a whole new perspective for me. And I hope that it'll do that for people listening too to research more about that. Exactly. So this, which is why you need to have a death plan. Yes. Yes. You need to have, I need to talk about it. We, when we started, when we, when she she came to me with the idea for this podcast and, and we talk about it a little bit in episode one, you know, she is not afraid of death because she grew up in the industry. I have incredible death anxiety. Um, becoming a mother and just, you know, having been around a lot of death. When my best friend was murdered, I remember I wouldn't buckle my seatbelt in the car. And it was like a good six months where I was not afraid of dying. And then as soon as I started living again, it was like, oh God, I don't want to die. I am not invincible. Mm-hmm. And it's this crushing anxiety sometimes thinking about it because you don't know. But that's one of the reasons why I'm, I feel so privileged that Lard or like just so honored that Laura came to me about it because it's helping me to process my own anxiety and to kind of just accept it, to talk about it, get yeah. closer to it. You know, that's what I tell people all the time when it comes to grief, Casey, is, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a grief counselor or a psychologist. <laughs> no. This is from my personal yeah, experience sure. with death at an early age too. I think there was one year at seven years old and I counted 13 people I knew yeah, that had passed wow. away. So there's just this South early Georgia. exposure. Yeah. yeah. It's a close-knit community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Church. Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, we said it in unison. Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. Um, so, yeah. But when I, when I talk about grief personally and from the readings I've done and the things that I've experienced, 
sit with your grief. Yeah. yeah. Hug your grief. Yeah. Cuss out your grief. Yes. yes. Get mad at your grief. Yes. Love your grief. Yes. Oh, Experience everything that. that you can with your grief, but sit with it most of all. Yeah. Because when don't we do that, no, don't hide Give from it. Give it attention. Give it attention yeah. because guess what? When things get attention, they usually subside. That's mm-hmm. so We true. know that about people too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so sit with Except your grief. Me. Sit with your grief. I had a friend that her, she recently had a loss and she was talking about being angry and I said that's fine because she had to get through the actual funeral planning and all mm-hmm. of that I said that's good anger is good you can bury so much under anger be angry but when you have a moment mm-hmm. deal with it deal with it yep. deal with it and because if you don't deal with it it's going to come out of you at the most inopportune yeah. time mm-hmm. I mean yeah, yeah. You, we were just talking yeah, so I feel like this is like all we've been talking about lately because mm-hmm. it's obviously what we're doing. What but yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it is literally. Well, yeah. But yeah. On that talk, like the mm-hmm. grief, the most rewarding thing of being in the funeral business for me, and I was with families on the journey from the moment I was at homes after 30 minutes, mm-hmm. 30 minutes within the death or within 30 minutes of the death, that would be at the home. So I'm literally dealing with people at God, the time that this yeah. occurs. I go from there to the funeral home where they come in to make arrangements. Mm-hmm. I see them there. I see them at the funeral. I work the funeral with them. I go to the cemetery with them. I deliver flowers, as Marla talked about yeah. mm-hmm. um, on another <laughs> podcast, yeah. um, to houses and things like that. And um, so you're with these families literally from the beginning of their grief journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, the most rewarding part is seeing them experience that yeah and seeing how everyone is so different and don't get me wrong there are times where i'm like oh my god i hope they pull out of this stage they always do yeah everyone's moving forward and it's just so rewarding you know from that moment of such despair in that first hour of me being at their home that at the time it occurs yeah to seeing them at the funeral where they're at this moment of i want to remember yes i'm going to cry but i want to remember i want to celebrate yeah from the moment of going to the graveside and feeling like, oh my goodness, I have so much anxiety. This is as far as I can come with them. Yeah. To going oh. from there to their home where now they're celebrating with their families and having yeah. a meal after the service. You're and seeing then, that and you see the smiles and the laughter and the yes. recollections. And then from there, two weeks later, they come into the funeral home to pick up death certificates. Yeah. yeah. And then you see how much they've transformed in that time. Yeah. And then... Six months down the road, you see them in Walmart or you see them at the KFC while you're getting your fried chicken because I'm from South Georgia Amen. and see it's this comic relief we needed. You see, though, you see all of these yeah. transformations and you see that, guess what? It gets better. Yes. Across the board, yeah. It still hurts. It still sucks. It's still nasty. It's yeah. still dark. It's still grody. Yeah. But it's life. Yeah. That's life, as Frank Sinatra said. It's mm-hmm. life. That's what all the people say. So yeah, it's about finding purpose, and it goes we, on. Yeah, yeah. It we does. talked a little bit about that last night because I, just to be very frank, I said, um, one hundred percent that if anything ever happened to my daughter, I would commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm confident mm-hmm. in that decision. Like, I, that's how 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 I feel. And then Laura made a point. Well, you know, uh, you had someone close. I to have you. someone in my life that lost uh, a child at a. I mean, pretty much right at birth. Mm-hmm. And they were distraught and heartbroken, of course. That's just the worst. And they said, what can we do to pull ourselves out of this grief that we're experiencing? And they decided to dedicate their life in service of others. Mm. And it was actually the 
Um, it was a doctor that I know, and he came over to our house when my dad's lung collapsed and was there with, drove me to the hospital the last time I saw my dad. And I think of so many times that they came through for me and how many times I don't lose my shit very often, right? but I lose my shit in front of them all the time because I think when someone's that pure and that Mm. generous and if they had, you know, killed themselves because of their grief. I, my life wouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah. They added so much to my life. I think that's the important thing is about just finding purpose afterwards. Mm -hmm. Of course, I still stand by. (laughs) I'm out. Look, girl, I could never imagine. I could (laughs) never imagine. That's what I'm saying. It's it's up to each person. It's personal. It's personal and it's unique. I always told people when I would go to, you know, maybe the scene of a wreck where their loved one Mm -hmm. passed or I would go to their home or I would go to a maternity ward. Mm -hmm. I would walk in and, you know, sometimes the first thing I would say to a family is I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be so real with you, girl. This is unfair. Yeah. This yeah. is wrong. Yeah. This is sad. I'm not going to try to sit here and make this pretty. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you yeah. a lot of questions right now. I am nope. so, so sorry. Yes. Yeah. I that's do a- not know what, there. there is nothing you can say. No, yeah. you know? that's always my go-to yeah. response when someone Same. has, since I just start kind of awkwardly laughing and I just go, this just sucks. It and sucks. I have nothing to say to you right and- now. It's yeah. all about being real. Yeah. yeah. And you know, one thing, I, we talked about this again on the first episode. Uh, we discuss, um, when we asked ourselves the last, the, fi- the questions at the end of the podcast mm-hmm. that we always ask, we, um, I say, you know, what do I, with my experience, what is something I say? And I'm like, I never go to someone and say, oh, I know how you feel. Mm-mm. Because every death is personal and every death is different. And I feel like the people that do say, I know how you feel, are people that have lost a dog <laughs> or, or mm-hmm. a rabbit or right. a dog. Yes, believe me, they matter. Have, but right, they, they do. Don't, they don't know. But um, And they're trying to relate and I understand that. <laughs> but it's always the people that really haven't had close deaths I, impact them. Sure, sure. I have this story I just have to tell about yeah. my, um, my husband's grandmother who's, Amazing. <laughs> she's just the best. Miss Elaine. If, she, if she's listening right now, we love you, Miss Elaine. Yeah, love but to she, you. She, um, <laughs> she um, is a very religious woman, you know, being from South Georgia. But like and the kind of Christian that you're supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. If like, you're out there, the call wall. in, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, exactly. no judgment from that woman whatsoever. It. And so she... After her daughter passed away, which was my husband's mother, she said that people kept coming up to her and saying, oh, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. And she was just so sick of hearing that in her church that was supposed to be a safe place. And so Mm -hmm. she said she went out to her car, and I I don't remember her exact words, but it was something along the line of, you know, Jesus, grant me the... Grant me something of my salvation. Like She was just praying, Mm -hmm, like, help mm -hmm. me get through this. Help me deal with these people who are saying these things to me. And... um. The, grant me the joy of my salvation. That's what it was. Okay. And so, All right. And so I like that. She Speaking went back to into church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said she went back into church and somebody said it to her and it just came through mm-hmm. her. And she said, um, and now I forgot her punchline. Oh, shit. <laughs> she said, um, thank you, Jesus. She said, thank you, Jesus. And just kind of walked off and she said in her mind, what came through her was, Thank Jesus that you don't know what I'm going through because yeah. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies. Yeah. Right. That was like her like awkward, oh, not God. awkward, but imagine being like, I know how you feel. And then she just go, 
thank you, Jesus, thank and walk Jesus. off. Oh, man, Miss Elaine. <laughs> but I love that story. Elaine, I'm taking like... you to dinner sometime. Oh, yeah, she's, she's the best. An angel. She's the best. I've never met her, but I feel like I know her through all the times I hear her story. I'm love just like, that See, woman. I think... Such a good woman. There again, she's lost a grandchild, two daughters, you know, a husband on her birthday. Mm. She keeps going. She keeps laughing. She and she always says about funerals. We might have to have her as a guest because she has some stories. I'm already excited about it. (laughs) But she said, um, she said that's just the one day. That's just the end. I don't want to remember that. I want to remember how they were when they lived. And so. She's yeah. just, she's great. But yeah. anyway, side note about Elaine. I just had to share that story. Yeah, I want to so interject with a question. I feel like question. you're the perfect guest. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> I I'm, so I'm, I'm so excited Thank about you, how Jesus. all over the place we are. That's making Cameron me so, is coming back. so happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cameron, maybe we'll do a live podcast from Church Bar one night. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh my God, I think she just be? read me, y'all. How fun would that, no, honey, me too. It's, it's, like been, it's been like a couple of weeks since I've been out and I'm like, it is time. It how is high time. We could sell out church. No, been to Church Bar. It's a different kind of Oh, look, okay. it, yeah, it's like it a is. 5 a.m. at Waffle House. Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's almost IHOP material. Yeah. <laughs> like, it could go till 9 a.m. True. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask a question real quick because just during this to- uh, discussion, we, um, honey, need coffee? And coffee? Y'all, I'm, I'm struggling tonight. Yes. I'm dealing yes. with a cold. Next time I'm on, you will not think I'm the same person. But listen to that deep, sexy voice. There's a long. Oh, oh, oh my okay. God. You should I'll sing stop. us out. No. You're going to sing us out tonight. I will sing you out tonight. Yes. Just yes. remind okay, me. Wait. Okay. Hey, every time I talk, I, like, I was telling one of your songs, right? Because we don't have the royalty. Wait, we should do like else. one of those, True. like, top 10 funeral songs that you'll hear at every oh, funeral. Something that's like, like Amazing Grace. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. great. We'll get there. So we, uh, get there whenever i was i like was explaining you to my mom uh when i was down in south georgia last and i was like okay so the first like when we joined we were snapchat friends or whatever and he sent me this video of him in drag singing <laughs> uh, preacher's son what song is that yeah, son preacher. of a preacher man yeah there preacher we go man. okay i was like what the pre- not preacher son. <laughs> son of a preacher man I, so we'll just edit that out yeah. but i was like i was on piano and i was like Oh my God, that voice is so good. And my mom was like, Oh, I don't think I've ever seen a religious drag queen. You know what? It's funny you say that because relating this back to the funeral business, I always jokingly told people that if there was ever were a business that the universe and God created for someone like me, it was the funeral business because by the time I left, I could embalm you. I could do your hair I could do your makeup I could sing at your funeral I could preach <laughs> no, at your funeral no, kidding. no and if you needed me to dance or pour a glass of wine I could do, <laughs> I that, could do too. that too so yeah. whatever All you needed at the same time I, exactly <laughs> <laughs> well I might need a few hands like, to help I was like, me the piano the piano might be a little difficult <laughs> right right <laughs> so I love it wait you, sorry because I had a question ahead. I had a question well, you always do go ahead I have not asked one question. I'm young excited. Lady. So, oh, you won't be once I ask. Oh no. So, what was your most personally traumatic, like dealing with a family? Did have you? Or are you able to compartmentalize and separate? Um, I'll start with the second half of that question okay, first yeah. about the com- sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, that's one thing that I tried not to do was separate my emotions okay. from oh, what I was I love doing. That. Um, mm-hmm. there were times where I was like, you know, I don't want to get sad. Or I don't want to shed a tear, or maybe I should put walls up and make myself appear stoic and not emotional. Mm-hmm. But then when I went home at night and would sit back and think about that, not that I was taking home the weight of what I was doing, but I wanted to take home the experience of what I was sure. doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to ever leave at the end of the day and say, I can't feel 
Yeah. No, I want to be able to acknowledge that the things that I'm grief? dealing. Yeah, I want to sit with the grief, yes. as we talked about. I yes. want to hug and get mad at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talk with the grief. So I never allowed myself to distance who I was and what my heart was feeling with what I was seeing. Sure. So if I went to a house and it was sad and people were crying and I felt like I needed to shed a tear, guess what? Good. Tears fell. See, that's real though. And that's what you need. If I went to a house and, you know, someone looked like they needed a hug, I'd give them a hug. And so to the second part of that question, I would never separate what I was feeling with what I was doing. I thought they were very important. And I think it's what people need now that being said i'll say i have a great respect for the people in the business who because i think there's a balance of the two Mm -hmm. there are there's room for people like me who are emotional and get very involved with what they're feeling and the people they're dealing with i think there's also a beauty in the people who can separate yeah so i think it's important to find a balance of two what's best for you yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because there's some people that probably couldn't live yeah. in it like that. Yeah, and, and, and they shouldn't. Yeah. And they shouldn't, right. which is why I said grief is personal. Yeah. And, yeah we're, oh. It's so interesting <laughs> to think about other, because anytime I watch, you know, I watch a lot of true crime stuff, anytime right. I watch it and they have like, or, or like court TV or true TV or whatever, mm-hmm. well, court TV, <laughs> I am feel like a Gen X. Is that still around? Um, no, it's true TV now. <laughs> it is not. But whenever you watch, um, or whenever I watch that, I always like victim impact statements whenever they give them. Like I always find myself being like, <gasps> but it's so like interesting how someone else's grief can literally make you relive your own grief or mm-hmm. like feel new grief. Yes. And, and, and like just, I guess that's empathy, but also just like the anxiety of mm-hmm. ever experiencing one. Yeah. And so I can't imagine being super close to it. And it, and it, 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 it brings like a, um, appreciation mm-hmm. for that which is yeah you know when you're seeing all of these things happen before you like the fact that i was in tune with my emotions yeah it would make me sad but at the end of the day at five o'clock when i left rather than saying i'm gonna leave my work at the door mm-hmm. and not take it home i would take it home under a new perspective yeah so at, at work i would acknowledge the sadness of it yeah the heartbreak of it how terrible this is and how mm-hmm. it sucks as we said but then when I would leave at five o'clock, I would flip that over and say, okay, now I can be so grateful mm-hmm. that I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. I can be so grateful that I can drive my Jeep Renegade whose monthly payment I'm probably a few <laughs> days behind on right now. <laughs> that we'll I can start call- a GoFundMe. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just we'll immediately get a GoFundMe. Sorry, Wells Fargo. Love ya. Um, <laughs> Someone, if we have any Wells Fargo listeners, anyone with any power, if you could just be a little forgiving on those payments, that'd be Hello. greatly appreciated. But yeah, I could, yes. I could drive that Jeep Renegade home. Yeah, absolutely. I could call my grandmother. I could go home and have a glass of wine or six. Yeah, you know, I could yeah. go home and cry, or yeah. I can go home and laugh. I can yeah. go hang out with my friends. So there was a flip of the perspective when that five o'clock hour hit of. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be sad and deal with this and acknowledge it here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let that translate into my personal life of being something that teaches me gratitude, yeah. that teaches me to live for the moment, to, that, that teaches me that... Do you practice the law of attraction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. tell. Mm-hmm. Attitude of gratitude. I can mm-hmm. tell. Most definitely. Attitude of gratitude, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. And I think that the funeral business taught me that, and I'm sure really? we'll get to this so much. Yeah. It taught me to you know live with an attitude of gratitude to live with the power of positive thinking yeah. to yeah. to accept that as it is yeah. but to realize that as it is is not how it always has to be right 
So yeah, Mind blown. I know. Who knew? Who knew we were gonna get so deep? God, I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So good. So, do you have a most traumatic, like, from someone else's grief? So, if I had to talk about the like most traumatic experience for me working at the funeral home, it would not be what you would like normally guess. It wasn't that wreck. It wasn't the suicide. It wasn't the young child. It wasn't the mother. It was the 90 year old woman who was not cared for by her family. Mm. And, you know, that's something that we don't think about a lot because you think, oh, everyone that's old is oh, in yeah. a senior living facility or they're with a family that really cares about them. Life. Or people they lived aren't a good shitty. Life. Yeah. yeah, and you, you try to have this really positive view of humanity sure. of, oh, everyone's going to take care of mom and dad when they yeah. get to that age. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't happen. No. So probably the saddest one was probably my first two weeks of being in the business. Mm. Um, she was 90 years old. She laid in a floor naked. <gasps> For three oh weeks up until her death. Oh my God, that's like straight yeah. abuse. That's, oh, that's, it, that's... it is. It should be illegal to the fullest extent of the like, law, and it is. Okay, it okay, is. Okay. and we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. So, oh um, mother's laying on a mattress, bare, naked, in the middle of the floor, dies at ninety mm. years old. You would think should be dying peacefully in a nursing home yeah. or yeah. something of of that nature. With hospice, or, hospice, yeah. or even again with a loving family because yeah. we assume the best of people. Yeah. And that's just not the case. No. Um, so son takes care of her supposedly. Doesn't. Yeah. She ends up in our funeral home. Um, and the family rolls in to make arrangements driving Cadillacs and oh. Oh all God. of these fancy, you know, vehicles which make you so mad. Yeah. yeah. But because so you're a professional, they you... Were, they didn't have the money to Right. It was because let's push this off on the most vulnerable of our siblings to take mm-hmm. care of. Mm-hmm. And so, um, apparently, the county investigates it. Finally, they come to the conclusion that, you know what? This isn't just a death. This is actually a homicide. This is yeah. wrong. Mm. Yeah, um, and for sure. luckily for that county, which I will shout out to that coroner with the county and name I won't name, yeah. but I'll shout out to her because she is the most thorough investigator Good. I've ever wow. met in my life. Yeah. She investigated that and said this could have been prevented or a mother could have died under way better circumstances. In, with the care and dignity that not only she deserves, but that you, I, me, yeah. we deserve. For sure. So uh, probably one of the saddest cases. It was yeah. not the most. It was not the most crazy case. It was yeah. not the most far out there thing. But I think it was the yeah. background story to that yeah, that made right. it probably oh, the oh, most traumatic she, case for me in my life. Was she ill? Or just she was elderly. ill, yeah, Elder, she ill, was. elderly, uh, dementia, okay, Alzheimer's, so something of that nature. Have, I can't remember um, exactly. So she could have. They could have called hospice, hospice if she had a terminal hospice disease, or yeah. assisted living. Right, or, exactly. and, and these things happen all the time, and that's one thing that people don't realize about yeah. the funeral business is we see so much. Yeah, that we looking in and seeing so much say, "Wow, there's some questions that should be asked yeah. here." Oh, yeah. And thank God that in the area that we live in, that we have professionals that are out there. Shout out to all of them yeah. Yeah. who make sure that things are For investigated sure. to the best of their ability. Yeah. Um, now, does hospice? Um, what is the? Yeah, like also, financially, like um, is it uh, the private care um, nonprofit? So it's like whatever is covered by Medicaid and then they cover the rest. And then even if you don't have any money or any Medicaid, they still cover it. It's like that's why they have a lot of fundraisers. I strongly recommend people. We just I'm a caretaker for my grandmother Mm -hmm. who has Alzheimer's. And I strongly recommend everybody donate to hospice because they are amazing and they come in and they give your 
loved one a chance to pass in their own home. One thousand percent. My and, absolutely. And it's. Yep. I mean, if you can't do anything else, do hospice. Laura, I'll because, say this. Yeah. Hospice nurses, hospice workers yes. are our angels on earth. Yes. Oh, I'll God. shout out a few. Amanda, um, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> Heather. I see all of you out there. Yes. I'm so thankful for you and the work that you we do. All are. We and are. we all are. Um, I think there's a beauty in knowing that you know hospice is not a service to come in and provide healing no they're a, they're a service to come in and provide comfort and yes. comfort is so important not only to those who are in that process of passing but to the people they leave the behind. people yes oh, I so. can't, it's I, been such a relief for us because we've been it. in it for two years now yeah. and right. so to know that there's a resource and we don't have to take her out of her home and we can keep doing what we've been doing yeah. so yeah well and it's always like whenever they say oh they're calling hospice and yeah. you know you know, so, you know, it's you, know. That you know, yeah, because the you know, the way I understand it is that your loved one has to, depending on what disease they have, they have to meet certain criteria so that they can determine that sure. they're at the end. And of I have that known disease. people to go into and out of. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so it's just a they have yeah, an upswing a, and they can mm-hmm. technically. Um, yeah. I just, I remember when my grandfather was passing, who was basically like my, yeah. the cl- closest thing I had to a father. I remember we, we went to, he, I think he was in hospice for like 15 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went into, I remember going to see him. It was my freshman year of college and going down there and seeing him. And the care that was given, like you said, not only to him, but to us. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, when he passed, I wasn't there. And I remember being um, like, so upset because I was like, I don't, I don't get to tell the nurses goodbye. Yeah. And, or thank them. Yeah. You know, and I remember, and afterwards we have, we sent things, you know, it would, but it was just very much like, yeah, they gave so much of themselves. Yeah. And it, that's, it takes a special That's the thing being in the funeral business that I would always do. If I would go on those calls where it was a hospice call yeah. mm-hmm. or any kind of call, but specifically hospice calls, I would say to the nurse, I would talk to the family, obviously, Mm -hmm. but then as I'm leaving, I always would make sure to say to the nurse, I appreciate what you do because I could not do what they do. And that's a thing that I acknowledge about myself. I could totally deal with that after death part. Mm -hmm. I could not deal with the transition of that. And hospice nurses, like I said, there are angels on earth. We appreciate you. We thank you. They have a special call. Absolutely. Nurses across the board, but like in this vein or yeah. this realm the, of what right, we're discussing right. hospice nurses mm-hmm. are. Absolutely. They're angels. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. you talked about the fact that before you entered this, well, at the age of seven, you had been to so many funerals. So what would be like your funeral story prior to working in the industry? Like what Do you have any stories that crazy funeral yeah <laughs> so i jokingly tell casey all the time whether it be that we're out having a drink or we're texting back mm-hmm. and forth i am an old soul uh-huh. yes so growing up in the yeah, church yeah, right <laughs> that we all are yeah <laughs> in our Bobby. own ways i'm, I'm always She's 21 new. i don't know casey She's baby. <laughs> i'm eternally 21 you keep us all young we love you for it <laughs> right amen honey uh, <laughs> so um yeah um um, being that old soul, even as a kid, mm-hmm. I would I would remember being in church and all the old ladies were my dear friends. <laughs> so I would like say, hey, Miss Aretha, do you need like a help walking out to your car today? <laughs> so I would help her with her walker, mm-hmm. stumble out to the car. And then, of course, she's 89 years old. So Miss Aretha's not going to live much longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I experienced those deaths really early on with people that were in my church that were old mm-hmm. women. 
that because probably as a young gay man, yeah. I would connect with and they wanted yes. to pinch my cheeks and I'm yeah. just going to say it as it is. And yeah. so those were the women that I connected with. So I experienced death at a young age mm-hmm. in regards to that. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then when we get more personal than, than that, my friend um, Jacob, who is my soulmate, he will always be my best friend. Mm. He passed away when we were 13. Oh, wow. uh, we were both in eighth grade. We were both two weeks away from our 14th birthday. Aww. We actually shared the same birthday week. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was um, tragically killed in a car accident mm-hmm. by a distracted driver. Um, so to everyone out there, including myself, I'm preaching to me, let's get off our phones. Yeah. Yeah. Let's set yeah. our GPS destinations before we get on the road. Sure. Yeah. Let's do all of those things. Um, yeah, God 100%. Absolutely. Yep. So that's just a side note. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that happening. And yeah. I remember at that age being like, you know, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can help his mother. Mm. I can do his makeup. Yeah, I can make him look even better than he did. <laughs> not to say that he did yeah, not look good, yeah, but I think that's why this business is a calling. Mm-hmm. It's something that you feel led to do. It's something yeah. you don't just wake up one day and decide, oh. I want to go to the funeral. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's a personal experience, or there's something in your energy, there's something yeah. in what you are doing in life that projects you and and takes you to that place of being mm-hmm. interested in it. And um, I just remembered that, and I've taken him with me yeah. throughout this entire journey of being are in the business. Are you still close with his family? Absolutely, uh-huh. uh, Miss Heather, Mr. Bill, and I are out there. I love you guys. We they, do too. They have actually been um, since he passed. They have been so supportive of me. They have been um, investing in my life, both yeah. uh, financially, spiritually, oh, wow. um, in every there. in every possible way. Yeah, and I'm so too. appreciative for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah there again think about if they had decided to end it because of their grief right and and let me just say this and this is a shout out to you Miss Heather that through their grief grief they have been such advocates for so many of the things that my friend would have been an advocate of and let me talk about a few of those for for example education Mm -hmm. so when someone dies and to all of our listeners out there when someone dies, if they were big on education and big on learning, establish a scholarship. Yeah. And that's what they've done in his memory is every year, yeah. establish a scholarship for someone seeking higher education that's from wow. high school. Um, also addressing those issues of texting while driving, yeah. being on mm-hmm. a GPS while you're driving, um, yeah. talking on the phone, and things that we're all guilty of. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you know, yeah. when I talk to his family, I say, I'm number one. I'm number one of the guilt. Yeah. We all are. So it's, but they have continued his legacy. They sat with their grief. Mm-hmm. They recognized their grief. And rather than making it a sad thing, they've changed it into a positive outlook. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm so appreciative of that. Yeah. But I remember taking that experience of losing him, but saying, I don't want to forget him. Yeah. Right. And turning it obviously into a career path for the last three years. Yeah. And I'm so grateful awesome. for that. Amazing. So that's Jacob, awesome. I love you. I appreciate you. I miss you. We acknowledge you on these things that's because amazing. that's what this is about. Right. Yeah, and so we are, uh, we're acknowledging that. Yeah. So, so that's incredible. do you have a really good story about your friend prior to his passing? Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> it's be good. So I love the comic relief we have. So, um, everyone jokingly says that, um, we were the debaters because we would be in school together and if I said something was purple, Jacob would say, no, Cameron, it's magenta. <laughs> if I would say that someone was conservative, he would say, well, Cameron, they're a little bit left of center. Uh, so so was he a bit extra? We were both extra and that's what made us such friends. You know, we, yeah. we love to debate. Yeah. We love to talk about <laughs> spiritual things. Yeah. 
And I think that's why he's with me still oh, in this. Is that there was such a there was that spiritual thing, the politics that we were both old souls. Yeah, we were both the people that at twenty would have been sipping coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. I was probably the one more prone to putting Jameson in mine, but <laughs> and I ain't mad at it. No, please not don't. Be. Not but big. yeah, such a good soul, and and we have memories with our teachers where they would just be like, Cam, Jacob calm down yeah. it's okay and we're like <laughs> like no it's purple no it's magenta. this is my passion so yeah um, and you know I think about him so often I yeah, say you know where would he be what would he be doing and I try to um, make sure that in all that yeah. I do would be pleasing to him the one never yeah. really leave us yeah. yeah they don't they yeah. don't and that's so important yeah. that's yeah. so important that's, that's so. awesome hang on, to that, hang on to that y'all hang on to that hang on to that hang on to it have you experienced any personal loss since you've been in the industry? Yes, I have. Um, my grandfather, um, Donald Harrelson, passed away um, last February. Um, we both were, we would make music together growing up. <laughs> I would play, he would play guitar, I would sing. That's amazing. In these like little get togethers in a South Georgia town like we do. <laughs> Y'all know about yep. that life. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ever a bonfire involved? <laughs> um, occasionally. Okay, marshmallows. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with him, I'll say the alcohol yeah. was left out. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fair. I get it. I but get grandparents, it. you know. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so he and I just had this really strong bond with music mm-hmm. and everything like that. And when I decided to go in the funeral business, I remember calling him and saying, hey, Pop, I'm going into the funeral business, you know? And he goes, well, I guess that's a real dead business to be in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's killer. It's killer. So, we love a good pun. <laughs> yeah. They are never yeah. ending. They will happen yeah. many times throughout this. Oh, yeah. But um, That's a business everyone's dying to get into. You know what? I will be the last person in the world to let you down. <laughs> we just went there. Yeah, we did it. We, did. We, we can keep them coming. Yeah. When, when you leave your reviews, just ask for more puns. <laughs> Please do. owning our own cemetery, I... Um, right across from my driveway where I grew up there was another family cemetery and so we used to always joke like we have the best neighbors <laughs> they don't ever say anything but Jesus Christ God. don't their families <laughs> why do they ever leave <laughs> they don't so, get out much they do oh, not man. get out we have much. so yeah. many more to come oh, it's we're gonna just be good. getting it's started gonna, I, there's a book to come everybody stay tuned 1000% <laughs> who wants to sponsor us <laughs> Patreon oh we need to put up oh. our Patreon yeah we will stuff. Definitely will. Yeah. We'll okay. record a little thing later and then just yeah, tack about, it on. Yeah, tack it on in the end. Okay. We'll be our own little commercial in the yes. middle. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. We love ourselves enough. Exactly. So, yeah, yes. Exactly. So, yeah, um, grandfather, um, when he passed away, he always told me, like, once I got into the funeral business, he said, Cameron, when something happens to me, I want you to be a part of it. Okay. Yeah. He never specified what he wanted it to be. And so I called the funeral home as we were preparing for the death and I had the distinct privilege and this is what we were talking about earlier about, you know, our society getting more involved with or mm-hmm. being more so disassociated with death in our time yeah. Yeah. and how important it is for people to get back involved with that. And so I remember I took off work for two weeks, went home, sat with him every night. Aww. And I remember when it happened and that moment finally came and it was like I told you all earlier, so <laughs> sad sucky yet beautiful all of those things combined into one and we're gonna sit with all of those tonight Yeah, the funny, the sad, the good, the bad, the ugly yeah and that so, is a funeral. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it all ends with what? A funeral. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, he said, I want you to be a part of that. So I called the funeral home a few weeks before he died that was in my hometown. And I said, you know, I've worked in the funeral business for a couple of years now. 
I'd love to, when that moment comes, be a part of that. And they said, absolutely. Wow, that's great. Yeah. We want you to be a part Was of this that. this in Baxley? In Baxley, my wow. hometown. So luckily mm-hmm. I knew the funeral yeah. director back home because in small towns, yeah. everyone here can attest to that. The funeral director is about as... Uh, oh, yeah. Highly yep. reverent as the president it's in some people's minds, I guess. Yes. Well, yeah, it's definitely in their own. So, right. But it, so, it, it is, it's like it's very reverent. in a small yeah. town, you, uh, again, on episode one, we talked about this, the funeral director, Tommy Carter, yep. mm-hmm. buried so many of my family members. Absolutely. That it, it literally, there was a time where my grandma was trying to set me up with Tommy Carter, <laughs> who's several years older than me, trying to set me up because she was like, he's got a good job and you don't even have to change your last name. <laughs> I was like, okay. Look, where I come from, if the funeral director is smoking a cigarette when you walk down the aisle, that is okay because yeah, they yeah. are the funeral director. True. So people True. yield to that professionalism yeah. and I think it's a beautiful thing it is. in yeah. small town America. So I think that's involved. one of the beautiful things. Yeah. So I got to be involved. They said, you know, you can come and do whatever you want to do. So when he passed away, I called the funeral home personally and said, hey, the death just occurred. Um, went to the funeral home with them that night, was able to be a part of his process, a part of his preparation, oh, wow. was able to help dress him. I did his makeup and cosmetizing. I, um, okay, sh- p- preparing sure. you did? Preparing. I was um, an assistant in the embalming oh, process. Wow. I was able to be, be there and present for that. Wow. Um, I was, was that therapeutic? It was therapeutic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, I know that that would not be for everyone. Yeah, right. Cameron is yeah. unique and different and all of those things, many layers, as yes, we said. Many layers. But um, yeah, for That's me incredible. personally, as a professional, that was very therapeutic for me. Because here's the thing. When I go to funerals now, I am so critical yeah yeah i, I walk in that. and i say oh why are the lights that way oh my goodness why is their dress tucked that way oh my god could the lips not have been done this color yeah. you know yeah. so i was like if i can do it my way yeah you're not gonna criticize it. i won't criticize yeah. it so they let me do that and yeah, to awesome. let me be a part of that and thank you so much to uh my friends at swain funeral home in south georgia i appreciate yeah. you guys <laughs> for letting me be a part of that process i think yeah. it's so important for people that are like-minded like me Mm -hmm. but for those who aren't you know what be there when they when they pick up your loved one be be a part of that and if that's not for you that's fine yeah but if if it's something you have questions about totally don't be opposed to to answering those questions but being present absolutely Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'd like to just say really quickly that i in this however long we've been recording have probably had full body chills like 10 oh, yeah. times like it's just been that incredible I hope that's a good thing oh, it's so, good. <laughs> so good I've just been like like yeah. just from, from shock to like oh my god that's right. like, yeah. sweet and sad or heartbreaking or heartfelt or whatever it's been it's and been. this goes back to what we talked about we're gonna do every emotion we're gonna sit yeah. with every it. emotion we're, we're gonna, gonna sit we're with gonna... it love it hate it cuss it out all yeah. of that we're gonna love our grief tonight oh, yes yeah. love it yeah. basically writing a book so. pretty much we are doing like psychological so and yeah. sociological I, oh, research right it. now we are doing it we are really doing it <laughs> okay so what before i forget because we'll mention his the businesses later mm-hmm. instagram is life of cameron yes absolutely so yes. follow his personal instagram because it's good <laughs> shout out to cameron diaz if you would love yes. to take the life of cameron handle you can totally have it i'll only cost you about thirty thousand dollars <laughs> I, I say he needs to up that okay yeah. she's got a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> but then he money. can pay off his Jeep Renegade at least. Oh, exactly. That's true. <laughs> Full, Full circle. circle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
did. Three snaps in Z formation. It was Whoa. So good. So yes, good. we did. Yes, we did. Okay, well, this is, I feel like we already have a, uh, our third co-host. Yes, no Aww. kidding. You will definitely be recurring. Yay, yeah, please. I would love South this. You're coming to South Georgia when yes. we record down there. Let me, so, I will drive you yes, to her. We'll go yes. yes, let's yes, do it. Yes, that would be so fun. We'll take Miss Elaine out to dinner. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, a man of his word. Yes. <laughs> not, like, not like Brantley County has the nicest restaurant, so we could get well, some real good food. Oh, she loves to come to Brunswick to eat. Are we going out on the Emerald Princess, though? <laughs> you know I've always wanted to and I've it's never been it's fine I did yeah, it one I've time I've never it was, done it I guess oh, we're so editing this out cigarette smoke uh, so. we can edit it oh okay <laughs> Emerald Princess y'all if y'all. you would like to sponsor us Emerald Princess <laughs> yes, send us um, on a free grip they are the third you. billboard on I-95 <laughs> 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 absolutely we will send you our media kit okay so we're <laughs> I would get me a damn sponsor before this episode. That's the whole idea. Or right. we can't keep this podcast yes. going. There was a Patreon. There was a little bit of a startup cost. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we yes. depend on very, very, very faithful <laughs> listeners like you. Yeah. Funeral Stories is brought to, uh, is brought to you by viewers like you. Yeah. Listeners like you. www.funeralstories.com <laughs> Can you believe we got that? That's awesome. Is that, yeah. that is insane. the best. Yes. We haven't said the website once this yes. entire I just realized Well, we that. don't. Yeah. We, we have to. the domain. We're going to throw a holding page up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, do it. We got it. This is so very keep checking back. We're in our infancy. Back. Yeah, we are in our infancy. And we're infancy doing pretty damn good. good. Yes. yes, absolutely. We're pretty excited about it. So, yeah. Pretty fantastic. So, do you have any other stories you, in particular you wanted to share with us today? Mm. I mean, you will be back, but are you, you done have with any your today, questions? Um, there was one I kind of wanted to ahead. Do it. Um, All right. <laughs> it's like totally. I never off. want this to end. So I know, right? We can That's totally what I just split said. this up. We can always split this up. Yeah. yeah. I, look, whatever y'all want to ask. So, let's just do it. have you ever witnessed anything in the realm of necrophilia <gasps> when you were? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. good. <laughs> okay. People ask me this question all the time. Yeah. They're like, Cameron, is there this weird? I'm like, no. Okay. No, I do not go there. No one goes there. If they do go there, I hope they're behind bars and yeah. being prosecuted to the full okay. system. I was about to say, I have suddenly my faith <laughs> so, in humanity has been restored. Let it be restored. Let it be. Okay. Let it be. Have so. you ever had any like ghosty type experiences? Um, so I stayed at the funeral home for about three months when I would mm-hmm. be on call, mm-hmm. um, which was about one night a week. I would stay there. I would see light flickering. <gasps> that that would happen sometimes. I do mm-hmm. not know the connection, but. I have to tell y'all this great story. Okay, Yay. please. Um, so I've never really had this connection with spirit or afterlife, but mm-hmm. let me give a shout out to everyone out there who does because I think it's beautiful. I think mm-hmm. it is real. And after being in the business, I can validate that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes. But one day um, we had this family uh, call the funeral home and they had come into Athens on vacation and the husband had passed away. Oh, God. And um, they were not expecting it. Yeah, worst vacation ever. Literally, <laughs> it's like buzzkill. No more wine. Yeah. Were, they like, at a, were they at a game? They no, were they were at a game. class reunion. It's even mm. worse, right? Mm. Mm. I know it's like, bad. Yeah, you can't really show up your classmates when you die. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, like, like look how well I'm doing. Here's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to show you how much better I am than all of you dead. <laughs> and that sucks. Dead. You look open casket good, honey. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Yeah, that so. That's a good compliment. Yeah, so they had come to Athens for a class reunion. He passes away. And I remember that. Natural um, causes? Natural. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had an underlying condition. Okay. I'm um, not expected, but underlying. 
And anyway, the family's here and the daughter's here. And I could tell that she had special needs. And the mother informed me of that before we got there. And so I remember um, when they were getting ready to pick up the ashes because they were from out of state. They were for cremation. They didn't Mm -hmm. want any service. They just wanted the cremation done. It's cheaper to fly ashes back than a body. So they say, can we get them cremated here? We do that. And then they're picking up the ashes. I'm talking with her and her daughter. um, And she goes oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I said, well, I don't know why I feel the need to tell you this story. (laughs) I just randomly said, I want to tell you this story. And she says, okay, what is it? (laughs) And I said, well, flashback a year ago, my grandfather passes away. And the night of his visitation at the funeral home, a random stray dog runs through their funeral home. (laughs) The owner comes to the funeral home to find their dog two hours later, finds it. The next day, the funeral's at a totally separate location. Another random dog runs through the door. Oh, my God. The eyes are big here, y'all. Everyone's eyes yeah. are quarter-sized yeah. yes. right now. This is incredible. This is happening. That re- I yeah. really relate yeah. to that. So at the funeral, another dog runs through the building. Shut up. Of, of your grandfather? Yes. Different dog, different location. Visitation, funeral, two different places. Oh, good God. This random dog runs in the front door, and I'm just like, okay, he was a dog honor. He loved dogs. Mm-hmm. He took them in, fed them, wow. clo- you know, did everything that a dog owner would do. And I, I was like, okay, this is this is my grandfather letting me know that he's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I don't know why in that moment, talking to her, that I felt the need to tell her this story. Yeah. Yes. And I did tell her. And she calls me two weeks later and goes, Cameron, I know why you were supposed to tell me that story now. Oh. And I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I know. Everybody get your popcorn out. Yes, 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 yes. And she's like, I turned on my husband's cell phone today for the first time since he died. And there's a voicemail telling me that the dog that he got for our special needs daughter as a service dog is now ready for pickup. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Again, full body. Full full body. Oh, my gosh. can you imagine what it did to me? I'm like, okay, am I channeling my Long Island yeah. medium right now? Like, what is happening? Yeah, and, and, so, and I'm sure to you it felt like almost that was your like grandfather somehow like spiritual. Yeah, this, like, it's full circle mess. Yeah. It's full yeah. circle stuff coming back, and you, yeah, it's crazy. You know, I think it has. It says a lot about just being in tune, and I think that's yeah. like obviously Once, when I speak about and I sorry, but when I was like earlier because I feel like I want to go back to that when I talked about like like just offing myself if something happened to my daughter um that is just a very that's like a visceral immediate feeling mm-hmm. reaction right. I haven't, yeah. I've, that's never happened to me i've never processed that i hope right. i never have to i don't know 100 percent, but that's my immediate feeling of right. why, why would i want to go on my mm-hmm. purpose is gone but i think it it maybe something happens where you just become more open yeah and more uh, aware more in tune more hopeful even looking for things i thoroughly believe that once you've experienced loss you just become more in tune with the universe and you just absolutely like my mom after my dad passed away used to always she never stayed up to wait on me like when i was out and mom you know i had those friends whose their mom couldn't sleep until they went to bed and my mom said if something happens to you i'll know i'll wake up Mm -hmm. because she you just have this feeling of being in touch with the universe more and it's a mother's intuition and so that's probably just that whether it's your grandfather or it's just that being in touch with the universe and i've also i also think that there's like females and mm-hmm. I guess gay men across the board, if that's okay. Uh, you're, you're you go ahead. You. No, you, everyone, I am gay, loud and proud. Yeah, we will, link, we will link the link, song. Link it all. Yeah. 
shares do you believe in life after love? Amen, honey. Amen is also a theme tonight. And I was gonna, I was just gonna interject real quick and add to your um, what you were saying is that mm-hmm. I think that women and I guess gay men too, some of them mm-hmm. are. I think we just are born and, and old souls are born with like yeah already being in tune to our intuition. Yeah. yeah. And I think that death just puts us even closer to that. And I think it's sure. very important for everyone listening here tonight to know this too. Yeah. Is that, and this is just my personal experience. You can call me on my bullshit. Please email <laughs> us and let us know if there is some bullshit to be called on. But I will say this. Spirit is there. Yeah. Spirit is there. We have to be it's open. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be this booming voice from heaven. Mm-hmm. It does not have to be this dream that you have that is so detailed. Yeah. It can be the wind that blows and you mm-hmm. feel this certain feeling. Mm-hmm. It can be a hummingbird that feeds off of your grandmother's favorite yeah. hummingbird yeah. feeder. It a can rose be, bush. Yeah. It can be that grapevine that has not bloomed in years that your grandfather yeah. raised mm-hmm. that is now blooming. Spirit is there. Mm-hmm. Reminders are there that number one, there's so much more that is greater than we are. Yeah. yeah there's so much more that happens. And you know what? I don't know what the hell it is. No. I don't know where we go, what we do, who we are. I can tell you this, though. I know this is not it. And there is such beauty in that. Yeah. Because guess what? I'm looking forward to way more parties Uh, after this ends. You know what I'm saying? That that, grass pies and the black matter. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't think you finished your story about your mom, right? Well, I just had something to add to that, that recently um, my dear friend and our photographer, Ann Yarbrough, her, um, her mother passed away less than a year ago. And so this would have been her first Christmas without her mother. And a few days before Christmas. No, no I think it was a couple of days. I don't remember. It was and, around Christmas. Yeah. And also had her beautiful daughter. Right? Yes. She yeah. was um, like eight months pregnant when her mother passed away. And so um, she... I, well, I always have crazy dreams anyway. And I totally, totally believe that people from the beyond... That's one way they're able to get to us is through our dreams. And so I just messaged her because I said, I had a dream about your daughter last night that um, she had, uh, because in my store I sell these little things called zooties, and they're little animals that are baby booties. And I had gotten her a pair of B, because I had gotten her a pair of B booties when she was first born. And so in this dream, I dreamt that um, Anne's mother said, I know you got her the B ones, but I got her these bunny ones. Uh-huh. And Anne said, Laura, I was just thinking that I want a pair of bunny slippers like my mom Aww. always had. And I said, what size slipper do you wear? What size yeah. does, <laughs> does Sunny wear? Because I'm ordering you both a pair of them. And she said, no, 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 these look really nice. I was just going to get some cheap ones. And I said, and your mother just sent me a message yeah. from the beyond that she was going to get you bunny slippers yeah, for Christmas. Get you bunny so we're getting your bunny slippers. Okay? Sit down, shut up. I'm getting you bunny slippers. Exactly. But happened to me a exactly. couple of times where I've had these dreams that people, and I think it's just part of being in touch with... It's being open. Yeah, I wanted to... Being I, open yeah. to it. I, I want to... Feeling that compulsion to tell them also that you had this dream. Yes. So speaking so. of like uh, experiences from the beyond, I feel like I love this role that we're on. Like we're, we're going into <laughs> yeah. things that we were not expecting yeah. to go into. Yeah. But, and I've talked about this. I have never gone. I haven't gone into detail about it yet because it's one of those things that it's such a long story. But um, my in, in my freshman year of college, my one of my very closest friends was murdered, and um, he 
We used to ride around. I had a 2004 Chevy Cavalier. It was a white Chevy Cavalier. We okay. would drive around. 2005, 2005 2006. It was a good year. It was a good year. Oh, that car. Listen, that's Chevy. You Ford people. Let me tell you about no, this Chevy. Fix or repair a Staley. Shout out Chevy. Where boom, are you? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Chevy, please. Uh, we're open to sponsors. So, so we would drive around. And, you know, we were idiots. We would, like, drive around and smoke pot. And, like, you know, yeah. do, like mm-hmm. idiots. Talk about distracted driving. <laughs> but we, went, we were dumb as hell. And um, my, I remember we used to always, back when there was just CD players mm-hmm. and radio. So we'd put a CD player in and we'd be riding around whatever. So we were like smoking. I was driving hot box in the car, like mm-hmm. a moron. And we had three people in the back seat. Tommy was in the front seat. I was in the driver's seat. Um, and he popped in a CD and we were listening. We were rocking out and the CD player just quit. And I was like, no, 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 no. This can't happen. We're not going to listen to the radio in Milledgeville, Georgia. So <laughs> There's nothing to listen to. This is not happening. There's literally nothing. So I, I was like, we have to. I'm going to lose my mind. So I said, Tommy, you have to fix my CD player. As soon as we get back, you have to fix it. Yeah. And he, he was into cars. He was like into drifting. And he mm-hmm. would like, you know, repair cars. Um, so, which is not the person you would think I'd be very close with. However, <laughs> I would never think that. But he was he was pretty fucking amazing but um so we get back to the place and he he like gets the number he like takes my cd player out and he gets like the number or whatever he orders me a cd player and he gets it and this is like the end of first semester he gets it and he's like i'll put it in after christmas and i just never got around to it i mean yeah. i was like oh whatever he'll do it for me one day we started driving around our friend alan's car so, because my CD player was fucked. So, <laughs> and I also didn't want to get the DUI. So, <laughs> that was a, That's a utilization of resources. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was a strategic move on my part. Thank you, Alan Norris. Hello. So, <laughs> so um, once I, this, I'm not joking, this, it's still to this day in the Chevy Cavalier, 2004 Chevy Cavalier that is at my mom's house because my stepdad bought it for me. Um, he, that, that CD player is still in the trunk of the car. I was... Dr- so when he died, we were home for summer. And I got the call that he had been shot. And I got... My mom was like, you can't drive from Savannah to Atlanta. You, there's no yeah. way. So she was like, let's get you on a plane from Savannah to Atlanta. And I remember drinking like a bottle of wine and being like, oh my God, this is awful. And just being... You know that weird fog that right. you have mm-hmm. when right. someone yeah. passes mm-hmm. that you are, you love. And... And, you know, we got, that's a great funeral story, but I want, I really want to do an episode with like everyone that was there. Cause yeah. it, was, it was pretty incredible. Um, but we get, you know, get a funeral, whatever. Um, his mom and dad are, you know, we grieve together. And because I was, I, I, at that time I was his closest female friend, platonic female friend. So two weeks later I went back up to see them. And so, so you know, I flew back home or whatever. And I took my car driving up and I was about exit. 124 on i16 and my cd player just starts playing mm. oh my god yeah. i'm talking it had been mm-hmm. eight months the cd player didn't work oh my and gosh. out of nowhere the cd that he had put in my car that got stuck started playing oh my god and i just i i i pulled over on the side of the road and i just started bawling i was like this mm-hmm. is it was one of those moments where you just knew yeah you just mm-hmm. knew you just and it was knew. This, this band called thrice like i mean yeah. you know, like just and it was it was so him you know, mm-hmm. it was just so him, and and I think I, I even remember going back to his uh, 
Yes. <laughs> going back to his apartment because his, his parents weren't ready to go, like, get his belongings. So me and my friend Carrie went to his apartment. We got stuff and we were, like, looking for, like, going through his shirts. And we were looking for very specific shirts because yeah. we knew what he always wore. Mm. And I... I brought the thrice shirt home with me Uh yeah so yeah it's just one of those things that's like so weird that sticks out yeah and and i brought the shirt home before the cd ever like it was just a yeah and i tell you like full circle because working in the funeral business i hear stories like this all the time i was so fortunate to be able to be a part of one personally yeah Yeah. and i have like with someone that was a client but as far as like in my personal life and Mm-hmm. with everyone else like it's so important for people to have those moments yeah. and it makes me so yes. encouraged yeah. to hear other people yeah. having those moments because I think it reminds us of yes. so much more Absolutely. that helps us get through you know, that which is hard Yeah, people I'm, always say oh it's closure closure doesn't exist mm. there is no such thing as closure but it's the closest thing we can get to closure yeah, yeah. and it helps and it's and learning yeah it's learning yeah, yeah for sure processing and just mm-hmm. trying to make it yeah I've always said that my dad sends me birds yeah, because that I is, go, yeah, I mean, right after he passed away and just what do we do now? There was this blue jay that was mm-hmm. just flying into the window over and over again. And we just had this connection with birds, him and I. He, re- he rehabilitated him. He brought him home all the time. We had an owl. We oh, had this I little, we had all kinds of birds Brandy that we helped rehabilitate. the saint. Yes. <laughs> we used to like sit out underneath this tree in our yard and watch hummingbirds. It was just very, something near Are there birds in your house? Like. Like replicas of birds in your oh, house? Oh, yeah. My business logo. My business logo. I thought so. Okay, I thought yeah. that. When she started yeah. her business, it was, she was like, I just have to have a bird. I have to have a bird. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yep. And um, you even have like dress, like you have patterns and yes. yeah I, mean, I thought I'm, there were birds yes. throughout the house yeah. yeah but there was this blue jay that just kept flying into the window over and over again and my mom <laughs> said my mom said it's randy he's going come out here come check out the yard that needs to be mowed the pool <laughs> i know it's randy and there have been so many times where i've been in a space and um because y'all still have that house yeah we yeah. still have the we're house in home. fact not long ago, our um, we had a little air condition leaking incident, and there was we had to rip up the floors <gasps> that my dad put in oh, our that. house, the original pine floors that he had found, and you know, it's moments like that where like wow, time goes and on. And when mm-hmm. the men were in there pulling up the floorboards, this hummingbird Birds. came looking in the window, just fluttering by the window. It was Randy being like, the, "The fuck are you doing to my shit?" <laughs> What is happening yeah. to my floors exactly. right now? <laughs> Do you know how hard this was? And, <laughs> and I was good. I was talking about it earlier today. Like this, uh, you know, I got married and it was very hard to think about my dad. You know, there's so much daddy-daughter shit at, oh a, at a wedding. So you're like, they walk you down the aisle. There's the daddy-daughter dance. And I just was blocking it out like you're yeah. it's been so many years you're you're fine you're fine get over you're fine you're fine and so I hadn't dealt with it I had not sat with my grief yeah. about it mm. and this freaking bird flew into the window and I lost my shit for 36 straight hours just bawling crying but I took that bird 
And I knew what to do because of my dad to rehabilitate it. And it's kind of hard to rehabilitate a bird that uh, flies yeah. through the window because they get concussions <laughs> right. and everything. Don't say. And so, I'm well, not an expert in that. But, <laughs> you could have embalmed a bird. And not uh. to, also, this bird, I, I still have a picture of it somewhere, but it was white and gray, and we couldn't tell what kind of bird it was. Like, is it a dove? Is it a pigeon? Yeah. And I called it the digeon because yeah, I, like I couldn't it. tell ah. what the heck it was. Like it. And so after three days, and he, he seemed okay, we took him outside and threw him and he flew off and we like watched him fly away and I thought I want to know what kind of bird that was and so I went on this like homing pigeon website and these different like dove people and people were like I have no idea what kind of fucking bird that is like I have never seen that like, kind of bird legit before bird watchers. yeah like people were like what is that bird I don't know they're like it has to Did be a crossbreed no no they're saying it must be a crossbreed of some sort it they'd never seen a bird like that mm-hmm. it was so yeah Randy bird <laughs> the Randy yeah. bird ah, very good very good <laughs> the Randy bird so <laughs> wait but the, the favorite part about the story that you, you told told us earlier was you were about well since you were about to get married your husband now was like why are you so upset is yeah. this me is this cold feet what's yeah. happening <laughs> yes, he was just like um it's fine if you tell me it's not about me i believe you but is it really not about me we're about to get married so, are you sure <laughs> i promise i promise oh my god and and i was i couldn't really describe what i was Feeling, so I just said, I'm going to write it up. I'm going to send it to him, and it'll make a lot more sense when he has a chance to read it. And then he came home that day. He's going to kill me for telling the story. <laughs> but he came home, and he said, well, thanks for making me that guy that cried at the office. <laughs> but I just needed him to understand Aww. that it wasn't about him, and I didn't know how to go about saying it. Just, so much just easier to write it for down. for our listeners, because I feel like that's the yeah. cool thing about podcasts is, like, as the series, or as the podcast goes on you learn more about the person I just want to say that Gary is literally one of the (laughs) best humans not even just best men because listen I I respect men men are great Uh, cis men can typically be the worst pretty terrible (laughs) they can be pretty terrible however Gary is a cis male that is just a good fucking person yeah we were doing photos the other day for like eight hours and he just chilled with my daughter Mm -hmm. and we were even went to the bar afterwards and we like she texted him was like you should come and he was like um me and Layla haven't had a bath like he was was literally that cool just hanging out with her and like watching Netflix it was it was incredible he's he's a super dude that's him yeah for sure pretty fucking great and he just looks like the most white bread person you've ever met in your life he he literally looks like someone you're like okay you like about an old soul oh born 85 years old born 85 he's just Uh, always that guy I'd like to just really quickly say that yeah. to all the NASCAR fans I was not throwing shade <laughs> and also to the all the to all the old souls yeah, no please submit your funeral stories <gasps> oh my God, online for us and if you've ever had one of these experiences <laughs> that we're talking about like after someone died oh, yeah. and you like someone sent you a dog someone sent you a bird someone sent do you a bunny episode. slippers please yeah. please send us your stories to funeral stories podcast at gmail.com yes, and just please. as a personal professional plug if you're that funeral director who had ashes lift licked off of your fingers Uh. as you transferred ashes from one urn to the other hit them up at funeral stories podcast at gmail.com she's like oh my god i'm so nervous to hear about this story i'm like okay now she's like cameron you know someone with this story (laughs) that happen? that did happen oh my god who was licking who was doing the licking there 
uh, okay. So I heard one time in a land far, far away from Athens, Georgia, <laughs> that Madison, Georgia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, gets a little worse. The, uh, the funeral director was uh, transferring ashes from one urn to the other from for a family, and that he got a little bit on his hands. And the mother of the decedent said, "Well, what are you going to do with that?" And he said, well, I'm going to wash my hands. To which she responded, oh, no, you're not. <gasps> Grabbed his hand, stuck his fingers in her mouth, and practically oh ate her God. daughter's ashes. So, you know what? Ashes to ashes, grief dust is to dust. Weird. Uh, grief <laughs> grief is, weird. is weird. Get mad at it and make judgments <laughs> at it. Okay. Grief is so weird. It's oh, so my weird. God. Oh my Love God. on All it. All right. Okay, yeah. I have one question. Okay, go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah. In your um, three years working in the funeral industry mm-hmm. or the death bereavement industry, bereavement whatever industry? the PC death care. Death, yeah. I like death, I like death care a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good one. Um, is there a family that you still keep in touch with? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I have families that I am friends with Snapchat. <laughs> on Snapchat with. Shut I have up. friends that I'm friends with on Instagram with, Facebook. They message me constantly. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've gone to a drinks, dinner. Oh. Everything and that that's yeah, the beautiful thing me. of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll marry you too. Marry oh, yeah. you. Oh, you're already married, but yeah, that's already yeah, well, no, anyone else yeah, out there, time. shout out. <laughs> you never know. But uh yeah, so I keep in contact with all of them. Um yeah. It, it's oh, beautiful, wow. it's great. Yeah. That's incredible. Yay. I love it. That's I could the reason I had to ask was I was just no, thinking like if I if he if Cameron had been at any of my close funeral whatever, Yeah. I could not imagine leaving there and not. You can't yeah. let it go. Yeah. You can't let it go. And let yeah. me say, there, there are those people that you'll always have connections with, whether mm-hmm. it be people I meet in the funeral business, people I meet doing a podcast, yes. or people I meet out at a bar on yeah. Friday night. Uh-huh. There are people you're going to have constant connections yeah. with. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for every single one of those yeah. that death yeah. brought me close to. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Well, that's the... Okay. Death, death is the end for so many people. Yeah. But it is the beginning of so many things if we all will let ourselves view it that way. Yes. Remember that. Exactly. Remember that, y'all. Yes. God. Yeah. Because you know what? Your funeral could connect but oh my god there was this one story that we haven't gotten to that was submitted and this this these two girls met at a best friends now met at a funeral of someone they didn't know oh my wow. god they were there yeah. with their like husbands and it they happens. met they, and they are now best That's friends amazing. I was like it oh happens. my god this is so good <laughs> this is it's true though yep. the, the oh, end is goodness. not always the end and yeah, I have a good story not. related to that too yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, let me let me mm. uh, no, it's your story yeah, <laughs> no it is our story y'all so they, um, my friend, his grandfather was about to pass away and his sister was about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Within a few weeks of the grandfather passing, the sister or granddaughter gives birth and they name her after the grandfather that passed away. Aww. So I thought that the fact that that happened within so yeah. such close proximity yeah. was just mm-hmm. a realization of wow, death may be the end of so mm-hmm. many things. And circle let's think life. about that. It's the end, yeah. full circle. It's mm-hmm. the end of sadness for some. It's mm-hmm. the end of depression for some. Yeah. It's the end of sickness for some. Yeah. But if we yeah. let it be that for us, end of pain, end of yeah. so much junk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also if we let it for us as individuals that are not dead and that are still living and still keeping going forward. Yeah. That we can let it be such a beautiful thing for us. Yeah. Because what they leave behind 
is just a stepping stone for us to keep going forward. Exactly. So, yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Oh, I mean, I can't imagine a better so way to end it. I know. I yeah. love it. I love it. I don't even want to end it. I'm, I'm excited. It's so good. You will definitely be coming back. I'm yeah, excited. We have to do so, okay, so we are trying to wrap up each episode with a guest. I'm excited. With a, a few, so if you come up with any questions, we can add to our list. Oh, Please no, let us know. Y'all have it going on. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I love it. All right. So question number one. Because of your knowledge and experience, what is something you tried to do to support a friend who has recently lost a loved one? That's a very good one. So for so long, I will admit this as my tragic flaw, was that I love to talk. <laughs> if you could not guess that tonight, no. I love to talk. I love to listen I love, to you, no one else. I, I, <laughs> that's why we're kindred spirits, y'all. Amen, we're honey. holding hands. Amen. Um, so, you know, I love to talk. I love to yeah. give opinion. I love to give advice. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that I'm bad at it. No, yeah. but, you're not. But in times of bereavement, in times of sadness, in times of grief, people do not need you to talk to them. No. They know what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. They know what they're experiencing. They're experiencing it firsthand. Yeah. They don't need you to talk. They need you to listen. Yeah. So that would probably be my biggest learning thing was, mm-hmm. you know, when someone walks in, I don't need them to say, I know what you're feeling. I don't need, mm-hmm. they don't need me to say, I'm there with you. They don't need me to say, I'm praying for you. Oh. They need me to say, I am here for yeah. you. Yes. I am listening to you. If you want to call me mm-hmm. and you want to scream, mm-hmm. call me and scream. Yeah. If you want to call me and laugh, call me and laugh. Mm-hmm. If you're ready to meet at the bar, I promise you that's real easy for me. I will meet you at the bar. I will have a Monday, drink with Tuesday, you. Monday, Wednesday, yep. does not matter. Whatever, yeah. whatever you need. Yeah. So so let's talk less. Not that we don't have good things to say. We should mm-hmm. always acknowledge those. But we should listen. Because mm-hmm. when people are in hurt and when they're in grief, mm-hmm. that's what they're looking for. God gave us. The universe gave us. Two ears, one mouth for a reason. It's the best lesson you ever <gasps> yes. taught me, Nanny. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my Nanny. Nanny. <laughs> yes. Love you, God nanny. gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Let us listen twice as much as we talk. Our exactly. words are comforting. Our presence is way more comforting it in is. times that's of grief. Exactly. So. That's mm-hmm. so good. That's yeah. a great. That's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I can sign off on that one. Living. Yay. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Uh-huh. Has your career and experience made you think about your own death plan? Like what you want to do for your own funeral and such? Yeah, it has. Okay. Um, I was telling you all earlier that mm-hmm. personally, like I think the um, viewing process is very important for people when they mm-hmm. pass away. Mm-hmm. So I do want to be viewed if I die under circumstances that allow that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for that to happen. After that, I do not want to be in a box. I yeah. felt like for so long... Not to quote Queen Latifah from The Last Holiday, but for so long, I spent my life living in a box. I don't want to be buried in one. Right. Okay. I like that. So, so, so is that so, so you can have a viewing and then... Yeah, yeah. I was just absolutely. About don't yeah. they have like rental yeah. passes? There is rental. There, there is just, so yeah. much... And people, yeah. please research your options yeah. because mm-hmm. there are so much hybrid... If you if you know like you're struggling between that traditional cremation thing, meet yourself in the middle. Yeah. Meet your family in the middle. These things can happen. Oh, that's great. So that's what I want to do. I just want to be. You want to be, be viewed by my family, but then I want to be cremated and then spread among the places that were important to me. Yeah, I think and that's so, beautiful. That's perfect. Yeah. So that's that. That's what I want. Yeah. That's so good. I mean, you think about yeah. there's so many people that like live far away mm-hmm. that they can't make mm-hmm. it at the drop of a hat, and so they need that closure. Quote Absolutely. Unquote. 
to see the person. And so, yeah, rental caskets. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> we'll, we, will, we will come back to that one now. Uh, yes, I love that. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. There's so But oh let God. me say, whatever is right for you, mm-hmm. whatever you feel is the way to memorialize you, yeah. whether it be several cases of wine, which is not <laughs> off limits no. to my memorialization. No, let me same. just say that for everyone same. that will still be around. Same. Whether it be you need to drink a lot of wine, whether it be you need to listen to a lot of Whitney Houston (laughs) and have everyone sing along to that, whatever it takes, I will always love you, whatever it takes. It's what you should do or what you should want them to do. And let me remind everybody, funerals are not for the dead. They're for the the living. So would you recommend to people, this isn't one of the questions, but would you recommend to people to kind of have a plan written out for their loved ones? Absolutely. absolutely. And I wouldn't even say have it written out for your loved ones. Have it written out for you. Yes. Have it written out for you. And that's not a morbid thing. That's not a focusing on personal. That is a making it easier for the people you leave behind. Exactly. And so I have that written down. I'm 23 years old, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I worked in the funeral business starting at 19 years old. Can you believe it? Oh, you're sweet. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I started in the funeral business at 19 years old. Yeah. And I have everything that I want written down. I have who, what, where, when, why, how. Yes. And that's not because I'm morbid. That's because I respect the people that I'm leaving behind enough to say, if tomorrow were the end, you don't have to have any questions about what yeah. I would have wanted. Right. Yeah. And it's a definite. And so pre-plan, yeah. y'all. Yes. Pre-plan. Yeah. Get in touch with local funeral and homes. Also- Get in touch with online crematory services. If sure. you're looking at alternative forms of whether it be, you know, being put into a tree or different yeah. things like that. Get in touch with those people early on. It doesn't matter what age you are. It, you can it, it definitely helps. get a head start on that. Also, if you have death anxiety, Laura, whoa, yeah. one of the first things she said was plan your funeral. It yeah. resolves death it, anxiety. Yeah, it really it does. does kind of And help. then if yeah. you have really high anxiety, I always say, and it might end up being your official funeral plan, but it's always good to like sort of plan a jokey yeah yeah plan you know yeah. i always write at the end of mine so i have something written up right now but it says <laughs> to be revised at the end of 2024 because i'm sure yeah. by that time if i'm still alive that yeah. like the people and places and yeah. things that are important yeah. in my life now would not be good and guess what it's not morbid no this is writing the final chapter to your life that yeah. each year yeah. you could amend if you wanted to yeah yeah that is kind of great so yeah. yeah it's really cool i love that yeah Oh, All right, so I our third leave. and final question. <laughs> I'm excited. I wanted to end. Okay, so what would you call? What would you say is your death jam? <laughs> I had to take a sip of water <laughs> because she did say I would sing you all out tonight. Oh, yes. 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 And the death jam for me would be "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra. Yes, it's so perfect. cliche. I've heard it a few times, but yeah. it details the story of someone who says. Yeah. No matter who, what, where, when, why, I still did it my way. Yeah. Regardless of what that's people perfect. said. So that's life. Yeah. That's life. <laughs> yep. I love that. And that's I so did perfect. it my way. Yes. yes. That's so I love perfect. It. Regrets, so I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do. Yep. I saw them through without exemption. I planned each chartered course, each careful step along the byway, and more, much more than this. Us three tonight did it our Aww, way. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I can't read yes. you that. Yay. Oh, guys, I guess it's so good. I'll say. Yes. Yes. So to end oh, things so out, good. I guess we'll say today, do it your way because it all ends in a funeral. All right. <laughs> and then you sing Amazing Grace. Yes. Amazing yes. Grace. 
How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. How once was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I see. And I have full body chills yet again. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Still, yes, so fucking yes. good. Oh. Life of Cameron on Instagram, everyone. Yes, Life of thank Cameron. You. Thank Follow you so us much. on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Funeral store backslash Funeral Stories. Twitter at Funeral Stories. Instagram is still at funeral underscore stories and please submit your stories to funeral stories podcast at yes. gmail.com did I forget anything produced by Seth and Molino and music by John Pope thanks so much thanks guys. so much thank you Cameron thank you Special all so much thank you, shout out to everyone thanks yes. girls you're amazing I love, uh, you. I love you all too and if you have any questions for Cameron Harrelson, please, 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 please send them ba- send them to our email at funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com and with believe the, me, he will be back. With the entry, maybe. A subject line yeah, a subject of line. Cameron's questions. Yes. But yes. have it your way. Don't get too crazy. <laughs> don't get too, yeah, don't get too crazy. But yeah, please email them and we can't wait for the next time Cameron's back. Yay! Thank Yay. y'all.